Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Now we're going to learn about the being led by the Holy Spirit again. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to hear your word today, Lord. We ask for the anointing, the teaching anointing upon me and the revelation and the light of God upon the heart, the mind, and the soul of your people who are listening to this teaching right now, Father. We believe, Lord, this teaching will change their life and will take them to the next level, to a higher level of their spiritual walk, Father. We thank you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, the Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. This is the main scripture of this series of teaching. We learn that if we are mature sons and daughters of God, we will be led by God. You have two ways of life. One way is to run your own life, do your own things, and you can get into trouble because you don't know all things and you can make wrong decisions. Another way of living is spirit-led living. We are led by the Spirit of God 24-7, all the time. He can lead you to do anything, to say anything, all the time. In this series of teaching, I would like to stir you up, impart into you, and help you to understand how to develop that kind of lifestyle that you are led by the Holy Spirit all the time. In anything you do, it's not just about preaching, ministering, or leading people to Christ, but in your work, how you're going to cook, where you're going to go, everything that you are doing and saying and planning should be led by the Spirit of God. But in order to be led by the Spirit of God, the first thing you need to do is to develop the spiritual sensitivity. Many Christians, their spirit is dull. They could not connect with God. But we want to develop to the point that our sensitivity to the Holy Spirit is very good, that we can connect to God all the time. And there are three things we need to do. I would like to mention a couple of things first, the first two. The first thing that we need to have in our life to develop the sensitivity is we call recognizing the presence of the Holy Spirit or the awareness of the reality of the Spirit of God. We need to be aware of His presence in our life. We need to realize and recognize that He is the living God, and He wants to bless us. He wants to guide us to the victory. We realize that. We recognize that. And because we want to be aware of Him, we should not just look for spectacular side like hearing the audible voice, or seeing vision and dream, which are not wrong at all. We can hear audible voice from Jesus. We can see dreams and visions. We can have the spectacular manifestation of the Holy Spirit. But that's not going to happen 24-7. When we are led by the Spirit, we are led all the time, 24-7. Even when we are driving, cooking, talking on the phone to you, with your dad, with your mom, with your wife, or with your spouse, or your kids. He can lead you all the time. We should be aware of Him all the time. Be careful about waiting for the audible voice because the Bible says there are many voices on this earth and some voices are not from God. So that's why we need to learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit who is on the inside of us. Learn how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. If you are born again, the Holy Spirit is inside you. And the way that He talks to you most of the time, we call the witness of the Holy Spirit. We're going to learn in detail about the witness of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapters 8, 
The Bible says the spirit bears witness with your spirit. In other words, if we can say it simply, he makes you know. He makes you know what to do, where to go, what to say. He witnesses in your spirit what to do. So that can be, be called inner quiet voice on the inside of you, that you can f- sense the leading of the Holy Spirit. He can lead you in anything in your life about your personal life, your job, finances, the ministry. He can tell you who you should marry to. He can tell you, turn left and there is a parking spot there. He can tell you where is a good deal to buy something. He can lead you what to say, where to go, what street you should take so that you can avoid the traffic jam or avoid a car accident. And he can tell you everything in your life in detail. He is not too busy to guide you. Don't think that God is too busy. But the key is to ask, to look to him, and to check with him all the time. He is not too busy to help you even little, little detailed things. We need to recognize his presence. He is the Holy Spirit. He is God. Today we're going to learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. Because He is God, we need to be aware of Him and we need to reverence Him or respect Him. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, all three parts are God. The Holy Spirit was not created by the Father. He was God at the beginning. We're going to look at a few characteristics of God here. God is eternal. God is omniscient or all-knowing. God is omnipotent or God is all-powerful. And God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. Let's look at the first scripture together. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit Offer himself without spot to God. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. The Bible called the Holy Spirit eternal spirit. Long time ago, in the beginning, at the time of creation, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were together. The Holy Spirit was not created by the Father. He was hovering over the face of the waters. God the Father make a command. And God the Spirit was hovering and making things happen on the planet Earth and in the universe. He was there eternally. And He has no end. He has no beginning and no end. And the eternal Spirit come into your life as long as you believe in Jesus. And the Bible says, the eternal spirit will live with you for eternity. In other words, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Wherever you go, no matter how old you are. It's funny, I look at the line. My daughter sent a line of my grandson to me, Josiah. In that picture, he was looking at Pasadena picture. And he said, I don't want to get older. I don't want to grow up because my grandmother will go old and she will die. I don't want her to die. So when we read that line, we were so touched. He knows that we are growing old. He knows that we all one day are going to leave this world. But the Holy Spirit, no matter how old you are, He is with you and He will go with you to heaven. He will never leave you. The problem is that many believers leave him, ignore him, reject him, don't care about him, never talk to him, even though he is there with them 100% of the time. He is the eternal God. Amen? Number two, he is omniscient. The Holy Spirit is all-knowing. Omniscient means all-knowing. He can teach you all things because he knows all things. John chapter 14, verse 26. 
But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Everyone say all things. He cannot bring to your remembrance all things if He doesn't know all things. He cannot teach you all things if He doesn't know all things. He knows everything. He knows what you're thinking right now. He knows what you're going to do tomorrow. He knows what happened this morning after you wake up. He knows everything. He knows what happened to the stock market tomorrow. He knows everything. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, But you have an anointing of the presence of the Holy Spirit from the Holy One, and you know all things. When the Bible says like that, it doesn't mean that you are omniscient or you know all things in that way like God. But you can know anything that you need to know. The Holy Spirit can speak to you to know what to do. That's how I practice medicine. When I put the x-ray up or when I look at the MRI picture in the internet, I will hook up to the Holy Spirit and ask Him, where is the problem? What part is causing the symptom? When I was talking to the patient and they tell me the symptoms and I perform physical examination, I will also listen to the Holy Spirit and find out what kind of disease, what kind of treatment I should do. Should I send to surgery or should send to the physical therapy? What should I do? Because he knows all things. I should depend on him. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Anything that you need to know is revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. For the spirit searches all things. He Know all things. Yes, the deep things of God. It is so comforting to know and to experience the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's so wonderful to realize that the greater one who lives on the inside of us know everything. And we can pick up knowledge from him anytime, anywhere. Anytime, morning, evening afternoon, we can pick up the knowledge from him, information from him. We have an access to get the knowledge from him. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need to worry or fear because we have the greater one who lives on the inside of us. When you meet your customer or you meet somebody and talk, you can pick up right away, this person is sincere or not, or try to cheat you. He knows all things. You have that privilege to be able to receive the knowledge from him. Many times, Christians get into trouble because they totally ignore the Holy Spirit. They think that they are very smart. They think that they can handle everything themselves, and they get cheated. They get into trouble. They ignore him. He tried to say something, they just shut it off. They just reject the voice of the Holy Spirit. They did not check with him, they not look to him. They just run their own life and they get into one trouble, another trouble, another trouble. And if you want to succeed in your life, you need to learn how to hook up to him and receive information from him. Because he loves you. He wants the best for your life. He knows what's going on. Therefore, please check with the Holy Spirit. Please look to him 24-7. Amen? That's how I live. I always open my heart and God, speak to me right now. Show me what's going on. Give me information. That is number two. He is eternal. He is omniscient. Number three, He is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. Unlimited power. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Who raised Jesus from the dead? Who raised Jesus from the dead? The Father raised Jesus from the dead. After three days, in the medical knowledge, after you die for three days, there's no way you're going to come back. Your body becomes decomposed. Your brain becomes brain death. The heart stops working. No oxygen to go to feed the body anymore. After three days, 
the dead person is raised from the dead, that is the very significant manifestation of power. The Holy Spirit manifests His unlimited power by raising Jesus from the dead on the third day. This is the most powerful miracle that you can read, more powerful than any miracle record in the Bible, that Jesus was raised from the dead. And when you read the Bible carefully, you can see that Jesus cast out demons, healed the sick by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that he cast demons out by the finger of God. In Luke chapter 11, verse 12, But if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come to you. You understand the word finger? Finger. Very small and not very powerful normally. When you want to lift something, you need to use the whole body. Lift something up. Cannot just use one finger to lift as 50 pounds luggage when you travel on EVA Ally. You cannot do that with your finger. You need to use your thigh, your hand to lift up the luggage to put on the measuring machine, the weight machine. But he cast out demons with one finger. The biggest, the ugliest, and stinkiest demon can be driven out by God's power, the power of the Holy Spirit. And he does not have to wrestle. He does not need to use third-degree back bell, kung fu, to kick. He doesn't need to use punching like this or struggle like sumo. He just, one finger, get out of here. When Jesus say, be quiet and get out, the Holy Spirit just, the demon have to leave. Demon cannot fight with the power of the Holy Spirit. Only one finger. Therefore, as a believer, we should not be afraid of demons and Satan. We need to know who we are in Christ. We are the soldier of Christ. And the greater one is in us. His name is the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of Christ. The Bible says that if you submit to God, resist the devil, he will run away from you. The word run away means he fears you. He is afraid of you and is afraid of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, and he is afraid of the name of Jesus that you're going to speak from your mouth. Therefore, when you cast out demons, you need to understand it's a piece of cake for God. You just say, go out in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit in you will just, like this, out of them. Very quickly, he's very powerful God. The Bible also talks about the hand of God, the mighty arm of God. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Everyone say, exceeding greatness of his power. Toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Jesus demonstrated the power of the Holy Spirit when he raised Lazarus up. When he said, Lazarus, come out, the Holy Spirit manifests His power, raised the dead. The Father raised Jesus up from the dead. Why was Jesus raised from the dead? Because He wants to demonstrate to us that our sin can be forgiven. The punishment of sin can be powerfully erased from our life. The effect or the curse of, of sin of mankind, the judgment of sin upon mankind of every generation can be put away by the same power that he raised Jesus from the dead. Amen? We are worshiping the almighty God with the exceeding greatness of his power. The Holy Spirit 
is not only a gentle God, but He is also the mighty God. When He showed up at the tomb, the dead was raised. The Holy Spirit is all powerful, and we can experience that power on this earth today. He can raise our dead situation up and become alive again. He can resurrect the dead marriage. He can resurrect the dead relationship. He is the powerful God. Let me read this scripture one more time. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus in Romans chapter eight verse eleven from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Actually, this scripture has two meaning. One of the meaning is this: one day we will die. Our body will go to the ground to become the dust. If we die before Jesus come back, one day when Jesus come back from heaven into this earth, the Spirit of God will raise our dead body up out of the ground to have a new body, and we're gonna meet Him in the air. We will have the resurrection of the righteous. We gonna have a new body. Our body right now is mortal body. We will die one day. But on that day, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we will be raised immortal. We're gonna have the immortal body. We're gonna look young all the time. We don't need neurosurgeon. We don't need doctors or chiropractor or acupuncturist anymore. Now we still need acupuncturist. But in the future, we're gonna have a mortal body. The Bible called the Holy Spirit. The earnest guarantee. What is the earnest? Earnest means the down payment. When you want to buy a house, you put a down payment to promise that the final payment gonna come later on to pay off the house. The Bible called the Holy Spirit the earnest guarantee. What does it mean? The earnest guarantee of the full inheritance. Our full inheritance is that one day when we go to heaven, we're gonna look young all the time. No tears, no sadness, no sickness and disease. New body, glorious body, and we will have rewards in heaven if we are faithful in serving Him on this earth. But today, the Holy Spirit is acting as a down payment. What does it mean? It means that we can experience the glimpse of the fullness of our inheritance on earth here. We can get the taste of quickening. A life giving of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you may work so hard, and you feel so exhausted. You say, "Holy Spirit, quicken my body, give life to my body," and then you begin to feel the strength, the power rise up on the inside of you, and you can go on to do your responsibility until you finish and you go home, and then you go to bed and crashed at that time. But at the time, you need the power of the Holy Spirit. He will give you the strength, the life, the quickening power, the understanding, the vision to see things. He is the quickening God or the life-giving God. Therefore, as Christians, we can hook up to the resurrection power of God. You may not understand this well, like me, because I travel mission trip all the time. And jet lag is a big problem for me. Last trip, when I went on the trip to Germany, I did not have enough sleep. I have to minister, so I really stole up the quickening power of the Holy Spirit, so that I can preach, I can minister, I can lay hand and cast out demons. And sometimes I have to lay hand on 1,500 people, every single head, I lay hand. By the time I get to 1,000 people, my body start to feel tired, but. The Holy Spirit come upon me, quicken me with the life of God, with the power of the Holy Spirit, and I can go on and on and on until I finish all 1,500 people. And when I get back to my hotel room, oh, how could I do that? It's impossible for a man to do that. But the quickening power of the Holy Spirit, the earnest guarantee that I can have that test of God's power on earth here. The Holy Spirit is the earnest guarantee. Amen. Some people like to complain. I'm weak. I'm sick. I'm old. I'm dumb. I'm losing my memory. 
I'm not good looking. I'm poor. You know, when you say like that, you are demanding. You are calling those things into your life. Look at what the Bible say in Joel chapter three, verse ten. The Bible say, "Beat your plowshares into sword and your pruning hooks into spear. Let the weak say, 'I am strong.'" Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse ten. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distress, for Christ's sake. In other words, Paul say, "Oh, this thing make me humble. I accept those things, the persecution, by the grace of God." But now, look at he say at the end. For when I am weak, then he declare, "I am strong." He confess the strength of the Holy Spirit, the quickening power of the Holy Spirit in his life to go on with his ministry. To the end, so that he can run the race and finish the course. Let us say together right now. Follow me. I am quick. I am sharp. I am bright. I'm good looking. I'm very rich. I am a major blessing. That is me. I am strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. The Holy Spirit quickens my body, my mind, and He fills me with strength. He keeps me going strong. I don't lack strength because the Holy Spirit, who raised Jesus, is in me. Amen. Can we confess this every day? When you get up in the morning, you stand in front of your mirror, putting the lipstick on. You say, "I'm strong. I'm good-looking. I'm rich. I'm successful. I live a long life. I'm sharp. I'm quick." Amen. You say like that every day to quicken the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit is eternal. The Holy Spirit is all-knowing. He knows how to cook cookies. He knows how to cook pies. He knows how to perform neurosurgery or Uh, cut off the tumor from the brain. He knows how to get a car to start. He knows everything about everything. He can give you your words. He can give you words of knowledge. He can give you words of wisdom. On Friday night, I took opportunity to meet all the pastor in Bangkok who were under our care. They raised question. This is a round table raised question about 50 people. Every time they raised a question. I feel the quickening of the Holy Spirit and gave the answer to every question by the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom from the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we must acknowledge Him. We must recognize Him, respect Him, look to Him, and consult with Him, talk to Him, always check with Him, be quick to respond to Him, and show respect to Him. Listen to Him all the time. Look. For example, if you try to find your lost earring, and you keep looking and looking, you cannot find a lost earring or some jewelry. What you should do? Holy Spirit, where is it? Help me. This is what I do all the time in my house. When I lost something, I keep looking and looking, and I could not find it. Eventually, I gave up my own strength, my own ability. I say, Holy Spirit, tell me, please. I give up. Suddenly, I heard the voice go into the garage. It's on one of the shelf. So I walk there. Oh, it's here! I found my paper. I left it there. I forgot. You see, I should have asked God from the beginning. I should not do it by myself. So God can help us in anywhere, any subject, any problem. He can help us. Amen. So learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit. He is the one who healed the sick in the time of Jesus' ministry. He is the one who cast out demon at the time of Jesus' ministry. He is the one who raised the dead, the finger of God, the Holy Spirit. He is the one who stopped the wind and the storm. He is the one who speak the word of knowledge out of the mouth of Jesus Christ. He is everything that Jesus depended on. Amen. So should we do the same thing? Should we hook up to the Holy Spirit and be led by the Spirit of God? The last one about the character of God in Holy Spirit is omni 
presence, omnipresence. God is everywhere. Many people think that God has to handle more significant and more important things than little things about us. Oh, he is too busy. He doesn't have to help me how to comb my hair. That is too small. They think that God doesn't care about small things. Uh, they think that God cannot keep up with a lot of little things in our life. I want to let you know. He knows the exact amount or number of the hair in your head. Some of you may have a few. Easy to count. But some of you have a lot. Difficult to count. You don't even know the numbers of your hair on your head. But he knows. He keeps up with every detailed thing in your life. He can handle everything. That is the God we worship. Amen? He knows when you lie down. He knows what you are thinking. He knows when you go to bed. He knows when you get up and brush your teeth and get ready to go to work. He knows when you clock into work. He knows when you get off from work. He knows what you ate last night. He knows everything. And he keep up with all the detailed things of your life, all the details you even forget already. He still remember. Many things about 30 years ago, you'll forget what you did. But he still remember what you did. He keep up with every single thing. He knows about everything because he is everywhere. And he is God. He can handle every little thing. Psalm 139, verse 1 to 7. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O oh Lord, you know it altogether. Sometimes you may sit in your bed and you start to complain about your pastor. Oh, he doesn't know I'm complaining about him. Oh, Pastor Lao preached too strong today. He doesn't say hi to me that Sunday. He doesn't love me anymore. God say, I know what you say in your bedroom that day about Pastor Lao. He knows everything. You cannot hide from him. You have hedged me, me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I go or run away from your Holy Spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? God keeps up with all the detailed things of your life, and He is everywhere. You cannot run away from His presence. Amen? He knows everything. He knows the number of your hair. He knows where you're going, what are you doing, what you're talking. He understands everything about you. And you cannot run away from him. He cares about every detail of your life. That is the Holy Spirit that we can depend on and who can lead us. Psalm 139 verses 8 to 17 continue to say, If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. So when the darkness starts to attack you, and you recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit, His light, the light cannot shine upon your darkness, and you don't need to be in the darkness anymore. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. For you form my inward parts. You cover me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you. He knows about how big your nose is. What kind of liver you have. 
He knows everything about your body. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes now saw my substance, being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written. The days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me. O God, how great is the sum of them. My dear brothers and sisters, this scripture says, you cannot run away from God. God is everywhere. You can try to hide yourself from God, but you cannot hide from God. You remember Jonah. Jonah tried to get away from God when God called him. And what happened? Jonah chapter 1 verse 10. Then the men were exceeding afraid and said to him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord. Because he had told them. So many people don't show up in the church on Sunday. Because they think that they can run away from God. They know that when they come to Sunday, they're going to hear the word of God. God is going to speak to them. God is going to tell them what to do. They don't want to hear anymore. I want to run my own life. I don't want to go to church anymore. They hide themselves in their bedroom. God is there. God still can speak to them. You can go to the North Pole. You can go to the smallest island on the earth and no one could get there. You can hide behind a palm tree. And while you're hiding behind a palm tree, God say, what are you doing, boy? What are you doing here? You can try to hide under the ground. And while you are under the ground, God say, hey, boy, what are you doing here? I'm here. You cannot run away from the presence of God. Amen? So God is omnipresent. God is omnipotent, God is omniscient, and God is eternal. And that is the Holy Spirit, the greater one who lives on the inside of us. Why do you want to get away from Him? Do you know that the best person you should hang out with or hang around with is God? He is extremely good. He is so full of power, love, mercy, faith, and grace. The person that you should hang around with and hook up to is God himself. Because in his presence, there's healing, there's power, there's deliverance, there's freedom. You should love to be in the presence of God. Amen? You should not run away from him. You should draw near to him. Amen? Because the Bible says, when you draw near to God, He draws near to you. I myself like to draw near to God. He's the best person I should associate with, I should hang around with. Because in Him, I can have victory. The Holy Spirit should be real to you from the time you open your eyes in your bed. You get up, you get dressed, you go to work, to the time that you put your head on the pillow and go to sleep. He should be real to you 24-7. When he is so real to you, he does not like something, you can sense that he doesn't like it. He is so real to you and you're so close to him. When he is grief, you can feel the grief on the inside of you. Wow, God doesn't like this. I should not do that. You will always try to please him because you want to respect him and honor him. He is God. When he says something to you, yes, Lord. When he starts to speak, you stay quiet and listen. You don't argue. Amen? Before I left to Thailand, I always talk to my dad. I make a long distance phone call many times about his selling property to a millionaire in Thailand. And while he was talking, I have another idea. I try to say, no, dad, this is the way. Anytime I start to say, he say, quiet. I'm your dad. Listen to me first. And I look at the clock. This is already half an hour on the long distance phone call. This is expensive. But he keep talking, 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 talking. And I keep my mouth shut and listening, listening. And eventually, 
he stopped and I say, "Is it done?" He say, "It's done." Then I say, "Can I say something?" Yes, go ahead. So I say something. That's how we should treat the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit says say something, shut your mouth, open your ear, because we respect Him, we honor Him. When He say, "I don't like that," okay, Lord, I don't like it either. Amen. It just happened to me. What happened when I was buying the airplane ticket this time? The pastor in Thailand say, "Why don't we pay half for you to bless you, give you love offering, pay half for you?" And I say, "Oh, it's nothing wrong to give to the pastor because I went there. A lot of people give love offering. I never take home. I never take even one penny home. And after that, Pastor Da." By the conviction of the Holy Spirit, speak to me. No, I start to feel conviction. No, this is your personal business to go to help your dad. This is not about ministry. Pastor Da say, no, 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 no. This is not good. Even though they have the right to give and have the right to receive, but that money come from the ministry. I text everyone in Thailand. No, I deny this money. But at the same time, I feel in my heart. Now I have to pay. I don't have this plan to pay this amount because they're going to give to me anyway. But anyway, I want to please the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit convicts my wife and me that I should not take them that money, I should not take it. So, listen carefully. A lot of believers are like this. When the Holy Spirit corrects them, they say, "No, I don't care. Don't do that." No, 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 God. Many Christians like to give excuses all day long. Excuses, excuses all day long. But when the time they need help, Holy Spirit, help me. I need to make a major decision. The Holy Spirit say, "You make your own decision. I'm not going to tell you, because when I correct you, you don't listen to me. If you want to be led by the Holy Spirit, you need to receive both the words of direction and the words of correction. If you deny the words of correction, God will not help you in the words of direction, because you are stubborn. He will not help you. Amen. How many people promise God when God corrects you so from now on? You say yes. You say yeah, 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 yeah. It's a German language. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not no, not nine, nine, nine. So from now on, all the Mandarin people, when the Holy Spirit say, what are you gonna say? How about English-speaking people? Yes. Amen. You need to listen to his correction. You show him that you reverence him. He is your God. He is omnipotent. He is omniscient. He is omnipresent, and he is eternal. Amen. Reverence his presence all day long, from the morning to the evening. Amen. Talk to him all day long. Reverence him all day long. Show him honor all day long. I want to see the move of God in Seattle. I want to see that the presence of God show up, and people get touched by the presence of God. You know, one of the key to have the move of God is hunger, thirst, asking, desiring the presence of the Holy Spirit, and honoring Him. We need to honor. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many people say from now on I will treat the Holy Spirit as God? How many people say God help me to develop the awareness of the presence of the Holy Spirit? How many people say I will talk to Him all day long? How many people say God help me to experience the reality of the Holy Spirit? How many people say I will honor the Holy Spirit all the time? How many people say Holy Spirit, you can correct me, you can guide me? I believe that if you do that, if you develop that kind of lifestyle, you will go higher and higher. You will not go down. You will be above, not beneath. You shall live successful life. Everywhere you go. The favor of God will go before you. The favor of God will protect your back. Everywhere you go, He will move the heart of people to help you. He will clear up the traffic for you. He will open the parking spot for you. He will do everything for you because you are led by the Spirit of God. 
You're gonna know what, exactly what you say, exactly what you do, and you will find success. You will find the blessing of God, the grace of God in your life. Amen. Let's walk that way every day, being led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Let us stand up and pray together. Father in heaven, thank you so much for sending the Holy Spirit into this world to be with us and to live in us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the Paraclete, another helper, the Holy Spirit. Train us, Lord. Teach us. Show us how to develop the sensitivity to the Spirit of the Living God. That we will walk in this life just like Jesus walked, walking by the leading and the help of the Holy Spirit. Oh Lord, remind us to recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit every day. Remind us, Lord, to honor, to respect. And reverence the Holy Spirit every day, Lord, all day long. Lord, please put your hand upon everybody who listen to this teaching, either in the internet or YouTube, Lord. And you will train them, change them to be spirit-led believers, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We need you. We humble ourselves before you. We don't trust ourselves, but we trust you, Lord. We trust you all the way. You are the best. You are the great God. We thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This morning, if some of you don't know Jesus. I'd like to invite you to come into the kingdom of God. It's very simple to do. Number one, you need to realize that there is God. God is real. Two, you want to have a relationship with God by receiving Jesus into your heart. Jesus came into the world to die for your sin, to set you free from sin, and to bring you back to know your Creator, the Living God. Very simple. Just talk to God right now. You believe in your heart and you speak with your mouth to God. Just follow my prayer if you want to do that. Speak it out loud to God, Father in heaven. Thank you so much for receiving me into the kingdom of God. You created me, Lord. I admit, Lord. I am not perfect. I have made mistakes. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying for me, forgiving me of my sins. Thank you, Jesus. You were raised from the dead on the third day. You are my Lord and my Savior, Lord Jesus. Come into my life right now. Sit on the throne of my life. I will follow you, serve you, obey you, Lord. From today on, my name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. Thank you, Lord. I repent of my sin. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Congratulations if you pray that prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, bless everyone. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
thirsty.